0: Hello everybody and welcome to The Scratch, the show where we let real stories out. The following is a legacy episode, back when the show used to be called Tuesdays at 2 from 2019. Are you getting tired of these yet? Well, good news for you, the new episode of The Scratch, new format, with new stories and new guests, begins. The first episode is coming out January 14th. We will be streaming the audio live on Facebook to allow those who are used to tuning in Tuesdays at 2 to catch up to be able to hear those. But then they will also be available on Spotify and here directly on Anchor FM as well. Welcome to Legacy episode number 9. This is an awkward but very fun interview with Drew Long, who is another content producer with the VidMonster Productions team. We get to learn a little bit more about him his background, and what really makes him tick. This initially aired on October 8th, 2019, as episode 32 of Tuesdays at Two. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tuesdays at Two. We're excited that you're joining us, for all one of you who is with us right now. So, I'm excited to bring on today, Drew.
1: How's it going? Oh, great. Just great to be here, Sam. (laughs) With kind of pressured into it, but, you know, it's fine. Right. So, guys, last week I had mentioned that we were going to have
0: on Josh Smith from Community Ed. We had a little bit of a uh, scheduling issue there, so we'll have him on shortly. Uh, so, very last minute, uh, I pulled Drew out of the editing
1: bay <laughs> into his
0: comfort zone.
1: Oh, yeah. This is your comfort zone. No, it's not. This is not my comfort zone. It's why I stay in the editing suite behind the scenes, you know. Yeah. Not in front of the camera ever. <laughs> Well, guys, Drew is our newest
0: uh, content producer, so he is mainly editing. So, what have what have you been working on?
1: Um, just a lot of interviews, just every day, all sorts of doctor interviews or interviews at warehouses and and businesses like that. But uh, I'm sure you already know that. But mm-hmm. you know, I I do, but they don't. Well, that it's, is they've true. seen that, your picture. That is true. That, they that's don't about know it, one. but. <laughs> more than interviews too but that mainly right now it's that's kind of the cycle of work that i'm in so
0: yeah yeah that's awesome yeah this is awesome what do you what do you you like about what do you like about um editing process i mean i know personally like i like and i found a really cool ability in anything interview documentary to like really like craft and like the story
1: manic manicure what's already there yeah i
0: like that element of what we do
1: i i do too it's um because sometimes it's hard for people during an interview, like now, to say exactly what they want to say. You know. <laughs> this one's not but, gonna be chopped up though. That's but but no, exactly. But but when you can look at it and you have the ability to, to chop it up and then kinda of put together the story the best way that you can see it. I, I love that process. I really do. Mm-hmm. And then of course the sound and color correction and then putting in video over audio that would make sense to keep telling you know in the viewers eyes i like to put myself there as best as, as i can mm-hmm. yeah so, a lot of people don't um, understand
0: that like amount of background um that it takes to get to that level so like you don't just like pick up and you're like oh, i'm gonna craft this together like yeah. when you watch when you watch anything on tv anything on pbs anything wherever it's been manicured and put together and really
1: condensed in a way that's more consumable yeah exactly so
0: if people only watch only raw
1: interviews if uh, yeah <laughs> it could it could drive somebody insane honestly if if that's all they watch all the time but um that's where it starts That's where any piece no matter how it is it starts just from those raw clips and being put together you know but mm-hmm which you already do know that but well i do but they don't this i know i know this is my first time this this isn't for me we have another viewer all right
0: heck yeah we do um (laughs) so tell tell me and by proxy all four people watching now (laughs) and hundreds and millions later okay maybe hundreds um Hopefully not. Uh, how? Hundreds. What? Hopefully hundreds. Yeah, I don't want hundreds do want of people. you want thing to be successful? S- or not? I do. Okay. Tell, I guess, how how you found us. How your path from starting to work professionally, school to kind of here. What was that like?
1: Well, in school, it, it, it took me a while to figure out exactly what I wanted to do in the broadcasting field. Um, and then when I started to really take an interest in editing, I would you know I would spend nights and and weeks looking up different places like video production companies that did this kind of thing and then the first one that i saw and would always pay close attention to was vidmonster from the beginning when you guys first came out a few years ago i was like oh well you know here's this place in town where i go to school didn't think that would happen and they're growing and then um I graduated and applied for about twelve different jobs and got turned down by six. And then, uh, <laughs> then you sent me a, a, a great email one day and, it, uh, and and yeah, here I am. It's just nice. I don't. I'm, I. that's probably the story started good and then it didn't end very well. I'm glad yeah. you think that we know what we're doing. Well, <laughs> <because> we're <laughs> I mean, well, we know where we want to go.
0: We know the type of people we want to work with, and we're focused on building relationships with people. And, and that's more important than anything. Like we know what we want this to be from an outsourced editing standpoint, from an outsourced full production standpoint, yeah. b- but there's an element of surprise and in, in, in the direction that you go. So you've, you saw it from the point that it was just like, I think it was just me and then a business partner. And then like, I think even, even maximum before we trim back down and moved over here, like we've yeah. never, we've never had this many people. So this is exciting.
1: It, well, and it
0: was. And thank you for helping us tip the scales.
1: Well, thank you for the opportunity, of <laughs> course. I mean, it's uh, it was exciting for me just to sit down, especially the first few weeks when I really got to see everything that you guys are doing. It's so much more than just editing or, or outsourcing video. I mean, the whole process of meeting clients and going out there to shoot, you know, going on three different shoots a day for three different clients is just, it's crazy to me, the kind of work that everybody around here puts in and then here I am just sitting in my chair down the editing suite, you know, work it on it. Oh, well, we safe space, safe you, space, know, it's, you know, um, it's, um, it's, it's exciting to see how, how fast you guys are growing, especially since, you know, I what found mean, out you guys, about we. it is a we, it is well, a team, all of us, but <laughs> I'm just a small part of the process. Very small. But well, every, everybody, every, every brings, step counts, brings, brings,
0: their pieces to play Jennifer and I are very front end with meeting people figuring out their expectations and then even through all of it even though I have you editing and then Hannah editing and shooting Evan as our full time creative director proving concepts going on site and Nick managing you know a little bit of editing but also just the the production management of everything and schedules and all of that I still end up editing I think everybody here except for maybe Jennifer at At some point yeah, right. Other, I'm the it, owner and I and I edit a lot. Well, just, it's it's kinda of, it's editing is so important to our process, like I'd say compared to other places, is that we oh, we've really focused on it to the point that there are um agencies that you're aware of that you know reach out to us to specifically edit their video. Mm-hmm. Some are video production companies they reach out just to edit just video. for
1: you to have to just do a small part of the whole well it's not a small part it's half the process but i mean editing so huge and and i think that not a lot of people realize that either is that other video production companies will come to you or people will just give you raw footage just to you know make them that video because mm-hmm. our product's so good and, I, and I mean it, i don't know i'm <laughs> <laughs> i don't I'm, I'm not used to doing this kind of thing but uh, oh yeah but no i'm I'm very happy to be here i can't tell you how uh grateful i am for the opportunity mm-hmm. and to well, be able to work with such a team like this not if if people could see behind the scenes how we all work together it's it's pretty amazing to put together all these videos well
0: it's 50 50 right like there's there's people who will see us behind the scenes who have worked in the industry and know the type of sense of humor that people who work in this industry have. And they will be like, wow, they really know what they're doing, especially for their age. Here's what they're um, creating. How can I get my hands on, you know, working with them? And then there are other people who will not understand our sense of humor. No. And just be like, are they, (laughs) I think one of the comments I had made almost like a year ago with a client who works with us on a regular basis now. I asked them what does what did you think the very first time, not editing wise, but the first time you shot with us, they were like, well, we're having such a good time that I was concerned that the end product wasn't going was it to be, good, be but by proxy, I had a good time and then the end product was great. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like we I don't know.
1: Well, it it, it might be a misconception when people especially how you or Nick or Evan act or Hannah all act together on set you know it could definitely create a misconception of these guys are goofing off and they're not taking it seriously but really we're just trying to make the client comfortable and make the whole situation comfortable because in the end it does help with the editing process and the shooting and just to create a better story and product so I mean nobody wants to be put on camera with a bunch of people that aren't talking and you know everybody's angry and stuff it's going to frighten everybody who's on Mm -hmm. camera and then therefore create a a a worse video because nobody was comfortable to begin with so Mm -hmm. yeah and you can you can tell that just based on footage you get like
0: how what sort of scenario they created like around the camera exactly we're we're big on making people comfortable as far as the equipment loadout um, especially if it's interview-based you know we bring what we need but we try and not make it intimidating to where like bright lights and you can't see past and it's just like we try and make everything really comfortable for everybody like well even, even the stuff you've worked on recently
1: it, it, in interviews in that whole process what you will say and what anybody here will say before a client or anybody or a talent starts speaking on videos that this is a conversation we are having a conversation you we're not putting you on the spot this isn't don't think of it as an interview think of this as a normal conversation, that's something that you guys, we do very well at, is just, Mm -hmm. you know, bringing that comfortability to to our clients, so...
0: Mm -hmm. Like I did before, we hopped on here and I was like,
1: "Drew, come yeah, on. here." It's like,
0: "Well, I've we have to fill ten minutes." And look, it's already like eleven minutes. I know, you and here a conversation.
1: exactly. And I, I was not comfortable about ten minutes ago at all. <laughs> uh, he had to pretty much drag me up the steps to get up here um, mm-hmm. and do this, but yeah. So here we are, exactly. Mm-hmm. Point proven. So. I don't, <laughs> Yeah. How was
0: a uh, how was your fishing vacation?
1: Oh, uh, it was it was good. I drove nine and a half hours to Michigan to see my family, grandpa and uncles, and we fished three days out. Oh, yeah, for three days straight, and I caught two fish. So nice. Drove yeah, a total of about nineteen hours for two fish, but it was worth That's it. That's like
0: sixty-seven percent of a fish per day.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And and then you know. But uh, it, it's it's a good time. If anybody appreciates fishing, especially for for bigger fish like trout, and salmon, it's you know it's worth it. Once to to fish a whole week and only catch one fish, that's like a good a good trip. Yeah. Nice. You could I could have caught nothing, but. Uh, Still a great time seeing my family. That sitting. would have
0: made it more like the the sitcom that we had. In the- yeah,
1: that we had my Drew's Fishing trip on the calendar. Drew's Fishing Vacation, starring mm-hmm. Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's because of the beard and the laugh. I, that's why you said it, though. <laughs> actor to play my spot. Yeah. It probably would work out pretty well, though, if he was would be pretty fun. I would watch Criti-
0: Critics are saying, I've never been so bored in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this for three straight days, and we caught nothing.
1: <laughs> we caught nothing. Nice. But played a lot of poker. Got a lot better at gambling, which I... You know, that could be a, a bad thing, arguably, but it was still fun, though. So. I found
0: it funny growing up, like, around the time I started making videos, we were always playing, like, Hold'em, like, oh, yeah. in, like, our friend's basement. And I'm like, we're, like, 13 years old. Like, why are we so concerned about getting good at Hold'em? Exactly. As if that's going to be relevant to us anytime soon. And now we're all old enough to be like, hey, who wants to go to a casino? And everybody's like, no, I don't want to go to a casino. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> now it's... it's Losing real money instead of just nickel dimes and quarters, which is what I grew up playing too. But it's funny, mm-hmm. kids learn up playing that game, you know. But uh,
0: learn how to lose money before you learn how to
1: make. Yeah, money. maybe maybe it helps in the long run for people to save or not. Just establish really bad habits from the get go. Who knows. This conversation took court. quite a little oh, turn yeah. there. No, it's got to get philosophical. <laughs> Episode, I think, 24, 25, I had Mackenzie from
0: Hospice here, and we talked about death. Okay. Well, <laughs> like the process of, like, because she works at Hospice, Yeah, so talking about the. Um, how they deal with that internally and that's kind of where the conversation went and then 10 minutes later like we're still talking about death <laughs> and we're just talking about Drew's fishing vacation yeah and how that turned it to- <laughs> and into- gambling and poker
1: yeah the, the root gambling problems you know start and for kids, I don't know. it Starts young, I guess. How that's how that conversation turned. At least the standard, like it was. I wasn't setting that standard for weird or dark uh, conversation topics. It's already been. It's already been reached. But, that's
0: my fault. I, I drive us that direction. <laughs> and now, and now here we are, and how do we get out? Exactly. Mm-hmm. These are the questions. Um, thoughts. Where do we get? Where do we go from here? Um. I'm not sure a lot of people know, I guess, about the, like our contractor program and kind of what that's like and
1: like what the that fact was, that you, yeah, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean that that's still going to exist on like the filming side. Okay. So we, um, for those who don't know, do a fair amount of, there's, there are jobs that just take more people or there are scenarios where we might have three or four shoots to cover on a weekend. And in those cases when there's only six of us total, four specifically dedicated to production, and then me kind of with my feet in both worlds, there's only so many people you can have if you've got three shoots with two people on them, do the math, your person are too short. And so we've really focused on getting um, students, freelancers, people who work independently involved to be able to do some of that stuff.
1: So that's how you started. That is how I started, so, um, and that and it was nice. Uh, cause it helped me get my foot in the door and really just get comfortable with how things worked around here and the whole process in itself. And, um, you know, you guys would just let me know a couple of times a week or a couple days a week, if you had any projects that need to be worked on and I would come in and, um, and I would just, and it, it there were different things too. It wasn't just all interviews. You know, I think there was a mini doc and a, music video and something else you guys had me work on in the beginning but it was just that for like that variety and just really getting comfortable at first before you guys put me on part-time so I I thought the contractor program was a great idea and still is especially for those to have freelance shooters because not I can't go out and shoot unfortunately I don't have enough experience but there's plenty of people who have been doing it for a long time that would you know love to have just a gig like that. Mm-hmm. but well, you're you're
0: a rare bird and that there are a lot of people and you're a rare whatever animal you want to be in, i guess but that's just <laughs> a that's, bird that's i guess term. yeah you're a bird um you're you're a rare gorilla you're a rare, <laughs> rare, <laughs> rare something um oh, maybe a bear in, in, right yes in, a... in the fa- I, well we'll get to which animals <laughs> that's a concerned. whole different um right <laughs> Um, Um, but you're rare in the fact that there are a lot of people who work in our industry who want to like their main goal is I want to be a film director yeah and I want to shoot all my own stuff and I want to edit all of my own stuff and they never hone in on an area just like one thing that they really want to get good at and you've done a good job of just focusing like I want to be a great editor now you always expressed interest in learning about the other parts because that can only help you become a better better editor yeah but.
1: Well, and that's just—I would love to be more hands-on to, and to be able to get out in the field as well. I mean, I think both of those together, you know, it's just—it's—it's just fifty-fifty. Just it's shooting it and then editing it too. But, um, but no, I—I've I, always felt more comfortable editing, and and I just—I feel like you're in more control when you edit. You know, you can just. Really sit back and just be creative and and let it all sink in before you create that story, which is harder to do when you're on a set in the field. You know, you can't anticipate what you want to shoot. You just need to be open minded and shoot all the best things that you can so then later on an editor mm-hmm. or anybody who's editing it can put it together correctly but it's no, a
0: little bit of anticipation
1: a little bit that are more
0: like casted and shot listed out and yeah stuff like that but a lot of the stuff we do is documentary style so you're right it's a little off the hip like yeah kind of random. there i've always liked that about editing and the fact that you have a finite number of variables to deal with and it's like just solving a very complex puzzle and just yeah. pulling all the pieces out that work and
1: creating something it is it's like putting together puzzles all day but mm-hmm. oh, which which i love that anyway so mm-hmm. but so so you'd be a bear i'd be a bear if you sitting in a cave a putting together puzzles not in front of a camera you know yeah yeah that's okay <laughs> well i'm glad you're here in front of the camera oh, i know <laughs> um I hope that this has been a good podcast, man. Hey, there's... I'm just saying, I I know I'm not Josh. Maybe, uh... Uh, who is your original guest? Josh
0: Smith Josh. from Josh Community Smith. Education. Yeah, yeah, we're we're excited to have a conversation, and we'll have that again at some later point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we've we've done a lot of work with them. I'm not sure if you've seen the highlights and the promos and stuff that Nick is Nick yes. has driven a lot of that. Yes, I
1: have. Mm-hmm.
0: But. Well, yeah, thanks for breaking out of your comfort zone.
1: Oh, well, thanks for...
0: Uh, Everybody vote below on what animal I would be.
1: <laughs> Koala bear. I'm ca- oh, Panda okay. bear, maybe. Maybe a... Uh, Everybody's just a type of bear. Okay. Oh, you're just cuddly, man, you know what I mean? Just. Uh,
0: yeah, little known fact, I, I go and cuddle all of our editors. <laughs>
1: all of them. It was the selling points why I stayed. Right. Yeah. It was, sure. that f- it was that first cuddle that really <laughs> that really sold it. A boss who cares, really. really?
0: Yeah, yeah. I could yell yell and ask Evan or Nick about their first cuddle, and they'll they'll tell you <laughs> they'll tell you about their first cuddle. It's getting weird now. Yeah, the, I don't know. Some employees, it's a little more of a handshake.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: Jennifer. Jennifer says I'm an otter.
1: An otter, like PB and J otter. <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. PB and J Otter. You, you know don't remember about? PB and J Otter? Uh huh. Okay, hold on. PB and
0: was yeah, this a PB show B. or?
1: Yeah. yeah. But you're like ten years older than you know, me, so you know. I ten
0: years I know. old. You're Actually, not I think we just old. You don't remember the show? It was on Playhouse Disney. No, I don't remember this
1: show. I never...
0: Oh, yeah, I do. So it's... I didn't the, know there I'm were the otters. I'm the red one. <laughs> or I'm the I'm the dad, actually. i can be the dad. Evan would be the
1: red one. <laughs> I think I do remember this show, actually. It's starting to come back to me. Alright, that's... that's... A little, yeah, that's a enough of that. down memory little, lane. Yeah. Right.
0: That, that was a, it was a trip for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, now that this conversation has just gone off the rails like yeah. 8,000 yeah. times, <laughs> I think it's probably a good time to hang this sucker up, but everybody will be back next week with, I guess we'll figure that out. Um, and yeah, I, I love getting to do this. I love that you all tune in and ask questions and that on a weekly basis, we get to kind of catalog the journey really <laughs> with different people. So well thanks for being willing to jump on here last minute yeah
1: maybe next time i'll have more stuff to talk about a little bit more prepared and comfortable you know
0: well like i you don't need to prepare it this is just a conversation remember <laughs> Remember? oh i don't know. <laughs> remember all right y'all it was awesome doing another tuesdays at two and i think we're leaving I think we're going out peace out we'll see y'all next week